0: You're listening to a podcast from Serino 2.
1: And it being a Wednesday, it means that we're bringing you a masterclass. Uh, And this masterclass comes off a really positive announcement that is going to boost and provide support to the legendary Chris Honey Paraguanath Hospital's burn unit. So they received um, an important boost from the Roy McElpine Charitable Foundation in conjunction with Wits University, which will actually see the unit expanded. And this will therefore increase their capacity. Uh, Because when you think of Chris Honey Paraguanath Hospital, they are recorded as the third largest hospital in the world. And the burn unit is recognized as one of the largest in the Southern Hemisphere. And this reality alone indicates that this is the busiest unit and it provides a major public service to the people of Gauding and uh, across this country. And the hospital has recorded uh, this particular uh, track record over time, which has made it uh, very important for us to capacitate it, especially when you think of um, the, the sort of challenges we may encounter in the winter months. $70 $70 million is what um, has been uh, has been given to the hospital to transform um, the Barra Burn unit into a world-class facility. So um, this will see things like the creation of a high-tech skin bank and tissue engineering laboratory right there in the heart of Soweto. Um About 250 adults and 500 children with severe burns are admitted to the hospital annually um from Soweto and the surrounding areas and uh, even across the continent. So this is a much-needed boost. So this afternoon, we're spending time with Professor Adeline uh, Muganza, the director of um, the Vitz roy McElpine Burn Unit. As we strive to understand burns, and of course, this uh, technology that will now be available um at uh, the 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 burn unit and what how it will change you know um the reality for burn units uh, as a result and um let 's get that started Good afternoon Prof Prof Muganza. Thank you so much for joining us.
0: Good afternoon, thank you very much for the invitation thank you
1: mm, um, I mean this is incredible news. I was at Bharat two weeks ago, and the hospital is rustling, there's construction going on, and of course at this time, uh, the, the, the services that it provides need to to continue. It is critical to the provision of health to the Soweto community and the surrounds, and as I've just been outlining, it's important to our understanding of, of uh, treating burns. How significant, how important is this boost?
0: No, thank you very much. Uh, this is a big dream uh, coming through uh, we say thank you to the uh, Roy Malkapine uh, for the 70 million uh, rand and um, the um, VETS, uh, uh, first chancellor mm. um, who really uh, was uh, very uh, motivated uh, to go ahead with this uh, project. And uh, this would make a big uh, uh, change in the outcome of many patients with uh, severe burns.
1: Mm. Yes. And when we think of burn injuries, it's something that affle- that, that uh, uh, affects poor communities the hardest, isn't it?
0: Yes, um, burns has been classified as a, a disease of uh, poverty because uh, the most affected people are those who are uh, socioeconomically disadvantaged. And for many, many reasons, they do have a big number of burns. You know, um, if you look at the statistics in the world, uh, 90% of burns happen in uh, um, low-income countries um, like Africa and uh, Asia. So it is a big burden for for healthcare.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm, 90%. I mean, that's staggering because we have to think of how services are provided um, and the infrastructure in these uh, societies. And so it does stand to reason that we would have a dependence on fuels or forms of fuels and and, um, uh, ways of heating that are highly risky and very dangerous.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, um, Especially um, in countries where the uh, resources are very limited, uh, then uh, you have uh, these uh, large burns because to treat a patient with burns, mm. um, this patient can stay in a hospital for a very long period of time. Um, some can stay for one day, uh, others can go up to one year in a hospital. Wow. And uh, all these dressings and uh, operations, one patient can go through uh, 10, 15 operations mm before uh, the patient is uh, discharged from the hospital. Mm. And um, it's it's not only uh, there, because this patient needs more treatment. For the society, uh, it is a big problem. It is a big problem.
1: Mm, mm. So let's understand burns, right? When we talk about the degrees of, burn, uh, of a burn, um, what are we referring to exactly? What has happened and what is this variation between what we call uh, the degree when we refer to a burn?
0: Yes, the degree of burns, uh, it's a way we classified to see how deep is the burn because um, you know, burn affects the skin. And um, just to put it in a simple way, if uh, you look at the skin and look like a house, the skin has got the three layers. The top layer is like uh, the, the roof. And then um, the uh, underneath you've got the um, dermis, we call it the dermis, which is like the ceiling. And then uh, the deep layer, will be like the floor of the house so imagine that um the first layer is gone is burned the roof is gone that's what we call first degree Mm. then the second degree will be the second layer of the skin which we call the dermis uh which can be like the ceiling of the house is gone so you've got the roof and the ceiling gone then you call it a second degree and now if you Imagine you've got a house that the roof, the ceiling, and the floor everything is gone. Uh, it means that the three layers of the skin are gone. Then we're talking about third degree, which means a very deep, very deep wound, and that need uh, more attention. That's how why we classified the the burns. And every time someone uh, phones they say, "I want to refer a patient." I have to ask him those questions. Is it superficial? Is it a a deep burn? And it has an impact in the uh, management, in the treatment for this type of burns. Just um, to give you an idea, uh, if you've got a superficial burns, let's say first degree, as I said, the roof is gone, that will take seven to 10 10 days to to heal. Mm -hmm. But if you've got a deep one, uh, it will take at least uh, three to four weeks uh, if everything
1: goes well. Mm, mm. Wow. We'll we'll look at some of the treatments available but perhaps first let's stay with uh, this kind of injury various okay. substances various uh, uh um various ways of of uh, burns happening which which can we say are are the most harmful because we see the use of things like paraffin. They are live wires all over uh, townships and all over the country, for instance. Just the other day we were speaking to someone who's a double amputee because there was a wire um, and they were electrocuted with, you know, massive vaults going through their body. So the ways in which burns Occur, and when we think of the kind of harm we see from, from them, can you tell us that, that side of the story?
0: Yes, that, that, that's very important. In fact, if you look at uh, different causes of burns, um, you can get burns due to hot liquid, in, including hot water. Um, and that's what we see most in children. And uh, you can have burns due to uh fire so you've got flames and the, the more difficult one are uh, like a chemical burns mm.
2: uh,
0: that happens sometimes in in industry and we see more and more uh some patients assaulted by a friend girlfriend boyfriend with uh, some kind of a chemical which can be acid burns then Uh, you have what you've been related to, which is electrical burns, which we see more and more electrical burns. And this is a very uh, serious burns because uh, it affects not only the skin, but it affects as well the heart. And um, someone can just get electrocuted at the same time it gets burns. And what is particular with uh, electrical burns is... uh, you may see that the skin is not very uh, much damaged, but it goes very very deep,
2: hmm.
0: and it it uh, it actually uh, burn the uh, deep structures which are the nerves and sometimes even the bones. So, in some of these patients, there will be no choice than to to do an amputation, as you mentioned that patient. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not only that these uh, burns can uh, actually um, release some other substances in the body which can affect the kidney. So electrical burns, it's a serious burns uh, as well chemical burns. And that's why we say if you have this type of burns, they must be referred uh, to... Uh, Specialized unit, which we call a burn unit.
1: Right. Um. And what are the 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 complications with chemical burns? As you cited, you've just out, you know, explained electrical burns and their complexities. But uh, what are some of the complexities with uh, the uh, chemical burns?
0: Yes. the The problem with uh, chemical burns again is um, um, it goes deep, so you need to to wash quickly we'll come back to the treatment but it goes very deep and then uh, it's going to what we call cook almost of the uh, hmm. um, underlying structures and um, it um, can result as well with uh, long-term complications uh, like uh, uh, scarring very bad scarring because it's too deep wound and uh, sometimes contractures, which means that the function of the joint is not uh, uh done properly. Of course, uh we know the usual other complications of burns is uh, infection, mm-hmm. uh which is uh, the, the the biggest complication that uh we have to prevent.
1: Right. So um, let's quickly look at uh, some of the treatments because there are things lots of us, you know, incur burns on a daily basis. Anyone who cooks, I <laughs> suspect, it would have, you know, incurs a burn almost regularly um, and you quickly treat that at home um, and what is the best then approach if we're going to treat a minor burn at home this idea well, we grew up with hearing that just run it under cold water you know just quickly pop your finger under cold water um, and that will help to decelerate the rate of damage is there even any truth in that
0: Uh, not really Um, I think that uh, (laughs) that's
1: what we grew up hearing
0: yes yes actually it can be um, uh, harmful for some patient but uh, look uh, if you have uh, small burns um, of course what you have to do is uh, to cool down uh, the burns because that heat can carry on but don't put ice because Ice itself can cause as well as some other skin damage. Mm. But put uh, 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 cold water is it, fine. And then uh, just uh, use a clean cloth. And um, if uh, uh, it's a large burn, of course, there's always a time to transfer the patient to the hospital. But the small burns avoid to use things like, uh, I've seen it many times, patients coming with uh, butter mm. uh, or toothpaste on the on the wound and, and some uh, other chemical. So, you know, many of the chemicals that uh, people are using for, for burns can actually interfere with um, the other treatment, can as well uh, deepen the, the wound because mm. you may have the reaction. I can give you an example. If you get acid, for instance, burns on the skin, mm. and then you try to take another substance we call a buffer, like uh, alkaline. Uh, and I say, I'll put it so that it can neutralize,
1: neutralize
0: it, yes. that, uh, yes. Very bad decision because those two substances can actually, uh, produce heat and, 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 uh, and it will damage, uh, further the, the skin. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'll say that clean water is, uh, the preferred, uh, treatment. Uh, uh, at home Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: then of course uh, ask uh, your GP for small burns there are some uh, antibacterial antiseptic uh, cream went meant to apply there to promote the healing and to prevent infection
1: yeah so have one in your first aid kit at home
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Mm. We'll continue yeah. our conversation, my guest is Professor Adeline Muganza, director at the Vitzroy Macalpine Burns Unit, um, and we mentioned a little bit earlier on that it received a boost from uh, the Roy Macalpine Foundation, seventy million rand to transform um, the Barra the the, the Bara Burns Unit, and we'll look at the work of turning it into a high tech uh, skin bank and also tissue en- engineering laboratory um that's more coming up after the break and we'll take your questions your calls around burns 702 masterclass Yes, it's uh, 25 minutes past two. Our conversation on burns continues with Professor Adeline Muganza. It's been quite interesting as we get to grips with understanding really the science behind treating burns and what actually happens when one um, in, uh, acquires such an injury. Um, so, Prof, let's, I want to really understand when we are referred or when patients are referred to you, um, under what kind of circumstances?
0: Thank you very much. So uh, we have defined uh, some criterias as um, severe burns. And um, I want just to go through it quickly. Mm. Uh, the one important is um, every patient who got a, a burn, you must ask if there was a smoke injury, which we uh-huh. call inhalation injury, mm-hmm. which means that the smoke itself can cause Um, the damage to the lungs Mm -hmm. and those patients will come into respiratory distress exactly as you see patients coming with COVID. That's how they present as well. So you must make sure that there was no that component. Usually it comes with uh, a history of fire, closed space and so on. Mm -hmm. That's one. The secondly, you must ask uh, how deep the wound, which we discuss first degree, second degree. If the third degree, then you know that it's a deep wound. It needs attention to the burn unit. And the third most important is how large is the burn wound? How? What is the percentage of burns that has been, because you look at the body as 100%. Mm. Now, if um, more than 10% of the body has been uh, uh, involved into a uh, uh, fire, then, uh, or skin damage, then you call it as a severe burns. And those patients need to be treated in a burn center. And then, of course, you look at uh, other small, um, uh, criteria, like uh, if the burns involve the face, if uh, someone had burns around uh, the genitalia, perineum, or the joint, mm. uh, or the hand, automatically those patients should come to us because. We want to prevent um all the complications that can, uh, which can affect the uh the function of the hand, so those are the main things that we we put down as a criteria for admission to the burn center
2: mm-hmm. and
0: as I said again, just history if it was a chemical burns, even if it's small, if it was electrical burns, this patient must be referred to us.
1: Mm-hmm. And what kind of conditions, yes. I mean, take us inside uh, the burn center, what kind of conditions um, are created within a burn center that make it a very distinct unit?
0: Yes, I think that, that, that that's a very interesting question because uh, why is it different to have what we call a burn center and a, just a normal world where they treat burn? So a burn center, first of all, must have its own intensive care unit. As I said, this patient with large burns, this patient with smoke injury to the lungs, they need a close monitoring to save this patient. So you need ICU, intensive care unit. Then you need a multidisciplinary approach because this patient will have We need a physiotherapist, we need a dietitian, we need the occupational therapist and the psychologist and the psychiatrist sometimes, and social worker. On top of that, you need sometimes a plastic surgeon to deal with uh, some uh, specific wound. And more important, the center must have its own operating room because you need to have an operating room dedicated only to the burn patient and of course uh, which is uh, the subject that we'll discuss as well to have some kind of uh, skin bank Mm. uh, skin facility
1: yes we'll explore that That that's the burning so curious about uh, what happens in a skin bank and hopefully we'll get to understand some of the latest technologies in this area 702 masterclass right so we're continuing our master class what would you like to know about burns um, have you ever uh, maybe been treated at the Paragwanath uh, burn unit for example um, what has been your experience with burns we've been speaking to Professor Adeline Muganza director at the Vitzroy Macalpine McAlpine burns unit and um, they received an incredible injection 70 million rand and this is all in an effort to transform the Barra burns unit to a world class facility and it will see the unit creating a high-tech skin bank and tissue engineering laboratory in Soweto. In fact, this is the direction we were about to to go in um, before we had to go to uh, headlines. So we're getting the prof onto the line um, as we're struggling to connect with him. But if ever you've been treated at the Baraburn unit um, or have had to rush a child there, it's a unit that has provided uh, just care, burn care, to the Soweto community and the surrounds. But not just there, it doesn't end there. Um, We've seen people or patients from various parts of the continent also make their way to the Baraburn unit to get this highly specialised service which is offered there. And so the prophet's been explaining really how burns take place, you know, how uh, and what kind of damage we are referring to, what kind of damage we're talking about um, when burns, when burn injuries um, present to them and the complications that can arise from the from uh, incurring burns. Uh, Winter months are particularly difficult for our country because of our dependence on other forms of energy. Paraffines, for instance, in many homes can that are lit and perhaps are forgotten. Um, We see shack fires. Um, It's almost part and parcel of the winter months year after year. So this increases a demand during the winter months. And this increase in capacity that the unit is now able uh, to have is going to help all sorts of uh, patients from across the country. So it is uh, exciting news, really, really good news uh, when we think of uh, the the scale of the hospital and the burden of need in our country. So the prof is back with us. Prof Muganza, thank you for um, coming back onto the line. We just needed to refresh that line so that we could have a a decent half hour um, in our time remaining. And so... Thank you. Can we look at the skin bank? What is a skin bank? I mean, from what you've said, one can visualize skin that is... There, waiting for, for usage.
0: <laughs> yes. No, thank you very much. Yeah. What happened, as I described, the severe burn defined as patient with uh, inhalation injury
2: mm.
0: or patient with uh, deep burns. And um, the other group of patients are those with uh, very large burns. So we said burns is a disease of the skin which means that you need to replace that skin for someone to heal. Now, um, you need to replace the skin either by the patient's skin, which means taking a skin from, uh, let's say, one leg uh, and to put it on the right leg where you've got burns. It works, and we call it autograft. But the problem, if a patient has a very large burns, it means that even his own skin is not enough to cover the the, the wound. Mm-hmm. So you need to look at the other type of skin, which means maybe you get the skin from somebody else, uh, which which call allograft. And usually the somebody else we get a skin, it can be a skin from the cadaver, mm-hmm. which is a, 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 a temporary skin cover. So it's not that you're going to keep it for forever. It's just to keep it so that the wound can heal, and then, if you don't have that, then you look at uh, other skin from other species, species like the pig, and uh, you heard about uh, the fish skin tilapia. that you can put mm. tilapia. Yes, then you have to put it on. If that doesn't work, you don't have it. Then you have to do some engineering of uh, tissue, which is a, a synthetic skin, artificial skin that you have to put on the wound. So to do all those things, you need to have a laboratory. Mm. And then you have the laboratory where you have to keep some of those skin and manufacture them and develop them. So um, a- another aspect I've forgotten is uh, you can take a piece of skin... Uh, just a piece of skin, and you put it in the laboratory, and then you develop it. We call it a culture skin, mm-hmm. and it was let's say um, a, a small piece, and then you can make it maybe hundred times it become large, and that will take time. And then you can cover the wound. Sure. So all these uh, are specific and very uh, developed uh, kind of uh, engineering stuff, you need the laboratory. Mm.
1: Yes. And what kind of results do we get with these?
0: Yes. Um, again, uh, it's very important to have those type of skin uh, because the outcome depend on those type of skin, the availability of those skin. Because if you don't cover the wound, then there'll be too many complications. Oh. You will invite too many complications. Mm. And uh, I don't know if you, you want me to talk about those complications because you didn't cover the wound. Because if you look at the function of the skin itself, the major function, our the skin is our defense department. Mm. The, without a skin, you cannot live. But without a kidney, for instance, you can live because you'll have dialysis. But if you don't have a skin, a skin, it means that you're going to invite all the microorganisms, the bacteria, infection, viruses, and so on will come to your body and that uh, uh, will create a big infection. And the skin actually helps you as well to keep the water in the body.
2: Mm-hmm. Without the
0: skin, the water will start leaking out and you're going to to collapse your vessels are going to collapse you go into a state what we call a state of shock and some other function of the skin of course um cosmesis for for the face for instance and um and and remember as well that the skin produces vitamin d the vitamin d is produced into the skin Mm -hmm. so the most important part of uh, all these uh, different functions I told you about the skin is our defense force. The skin de- defends us against any kind of infection. Mm. And that's why you need to replace that skin.
1: Wow. Let's take uh, ah. the calls that will come back to the complications um, and uh, 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 be able to have more time covering those. We've got Suran, who's called from El Dorado Park. Hi, Suran. Hi, Suran.
2: Hi, Asanya. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um,
1: yeah, i just like to, um, you know, so thank you to Baragwana, the burn unit. You know, they've attended to my husband in the late 1990s, you know, and at that time they weren't as advanced as what they are now. And um, they really did a phenomenal job, you know, and um, it was really a renowned experience to have been treated by them. In fact, my, husband, my ex-husband And, um, you know, today you won't even say that he had first degree burns, you know. So, Mm. really, wow. Thanks, guys. Oh, that's beautiful, Saran. Thank you very much uh, because we have heard uh, incredible feedback about the achievements of the burn unit. Uh, Hilary, you have a burn story. Hi. I have a burn story. 60 years ago, my uncle was a doctor at Baragwana's. My sister was a toddler, and she pulled the cord of a boiling kettle and burnt all the skin of her right leg really badly. Mm-hmm. And my uncle rushed her to bear who He didn't trust the gin. And... Sixty years later she doesn't have a scar. She is absolutely perfect. So even back then it was a magic unit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. from the sounds of that. Hilary, thank you. <laughs> I like that. The magic thank unit. You. Thanks for the call. No Yes.
0: Thank uh, you very much. What 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 Hilary said is very important. Mm. Uh it means that uh, if you have burns you must come early Quickly, for yes. treatment
2: mm-hmm.
0: yes and then if you delay and you start uh, doing your own things that way a superficial burns or wounds can become too deep and mm. it become too deep then the scarring is going to be there and um, yeah so it's very important message yes. what she's saying
1: and on the other side of this, um, there's a WhatsApp that says, I burnt myself playing house house as a kid 33 years ago. I wish I had received a skin graft for my tummy. I have to warn every new partner uh before, you know, as you get to know someone as they become more intimate. I wish the doctors had done something while I was a kid. I entertain plastic surgery every now and then. Um, Is there, and I know this is a different department to yours But any kind of corrective um, procedures For someone with with really severe burn scarring?
0: Oh yes In fact, uh, when I was talking about the burn Mm centre The burn centre is is a full treatment of burns And the treatment of burns can go for years And uh, if you have those uh, contractures or the bed scarring yes. that should be corrected and that's why the uh, plastic surgeon like at the moment we've got a plastic surgeon in the unit mm-hmm. uh, I'm a general surgeon uh, Gareth Chasing he can do all these kind of uh, procedures uh, corrective procedure uh, to, to deal with complications mm-hmm. so um, uh, as we discussed earlier um, burns treatment can take years yeah
1: Mm, sure. Um, and I mean, already an adult, this was, uh, many, many years ago. This is, so it's possible yeah. for there to be, uh, less scarring. So is it a complete return to the way w- the skin was prior to any injury to it, or is it as close as possible?
0: Uh, I'll put it the way, uh, close as possible, but yes. it depends on the, um uh, degree of burns, as we discussed earlier. Also, oh, the choice, you have the choice
1: a, of of treatment, you you choose whether yes. it is um a pig or tilapia skin or synthetic skin or culture skin and so on, based on the the injury, based on the on the burn.
0: Yes, on the burns, if it's deep, then you have to have some kind of temporary skin cover. Okay. Uh, if it is it is superficial, like water <clears throat> water burns, most of the time it comes with. Uh, uh, it is a superficial burns and um, it, it, in fact the treatment has changed today uh, for even partial thickness burns or the superficial one we used to put creams and so on and today the treatment is to use some of the artificial skin you put it temporarily okay. so um, yes and then the wound can heal quickly and then uh, usually the cosmosis is good with with with, uh, with a very little scar, uh, scarring, uh, of mm. uh, of the skin.
1: Wow. Yeah, Prof Mukanza. Let's take another break, and then we'll come back to the remaining questions. We've got calls and voice notes as we look at burns understanding the treatment the science of burns and of course the technology that is now soon to be available at uh, Bara, the para burn unit well we've learned so much this afternoon i know i have as far as understanding the treatment that's available in south africa for uh, burn uh, burn patients and uh, also grateful that there will be an increased capacity for the chris honey Baragwanath burn unit patrick you've called us from pretoria with your story hi patrick Hi, Azar. Uh, it's Patrick here from Protect Learning. So, yes, um, I was telling
2: Kamazena uh, that uh, when I was small, when I was ten, I I got bent. I bent myself on my stomach and on my on my uh, legs. But you know
0: what? Uh, well, they did a great job. If if you don't notice, if you don't know, you'll think that it's a best mark yet it's not, it's bent uh, scars, but they did a great job. You can't even see it.
1: Mm, so, yeah, so just um, a slight um, change in pigment, but it's the, the skin, skin is restored, the texture. It
0: is restored, not fully, but it is restored. But I'm saying... Taking what happened back then, yeah. you would think that uh,
2: there was no proper um, mm-hmm. uh, treatment or something, but they did a great job on me I'm for the for the four years today
1: yes so, yes, yeah. wonderful, yeah. great feedback once more Patrick, thank you for your call here's a voice note.
2: Good afternoon. I have a question for the doctor talking about the, the burns, uh, um, and the skin transplants and stuff like that. Um, I know when it comes
0: to organ doning, um, the, 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 the organ needs to match on a genetic level. Otherwise, the body will reject the organ. I know that skin is also an organ, but does that also count for skin transplants from, from other donors? Do they have to match genetically or, um, is it a little bit more easier when it comes to uh, getting a skin donor from another person? Great
1: question. Thank you,
0: Martin from Pretoria. Have a lucky day.
1: Thanks, Martin. Um So, Prof, great question. Where do you find the skin and is it compatible?
0: No, thank you very much. That's a very, very good question. Um, when, when you use uh, an organ like uh, kidney or, or lungs or, or liver, mm-hmm. Um, as a transplantation, um, it will go into the receiving body, your, your hope for life. So it must be compatible mm-hmm. with uh, the recipient. Now, for the skin, um, we don't keep the skin from uh, another person forever. We use it just temporarily uh, for that the other part of the body can heal, we can averse the skin there and put it. So it's just to cover the wound for a certain period of time and then it will fall off and come up. So there we don't need any kind of uh, compatibility. What we check we just make sure that the patient doesn't have other disease that can uh, be transmitted to other patients. Yes. So that's why um, we we can easily get the skin transplanted uh, for 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 graft uh, from another person mm. but the the problem is quite difficult now because you'll find that uh, the family uh, would agree to provide maybe the kidney or the liver because they don't see it but uh, in uh, african cultures especially people will be reluctant to to provide skin so they say no we can't bury it someone with that uh, skin. But we don't take the old skin. It's part of the skin. Right. But, um, yes. So, but it needs some kind of to provide maybe the kidney or the liver because they don't see it. But uh, in uh, African cultures, especially, people will be reluctant to to provide skin. So they say, no, we can't bury it, someone with that uh, skin. But we don't take the old skin. It's part of the skin. Right. But, um Yes, so, but it needs some kind of a campaign education, and explain that that can save many
1: other Mm, patients. Yes, much like the work that was done with organ donation um, and even with bone marrow, for instance. So the the, the campaign or awareness is always required uh, to dispel such myths. Uh, Prof, this has been so informative um, and really this is a new chapter for the Chris Hani Paragwanath Burn Unit. And all of the best. We look forward to uh, more of the incredible work that's come out of the Burn Unit historically to continue.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, I say again, thank you to Roy markapan Foundation, to the VET University and to our government because they accepted the donation.
1: Mm, yes. Um, thank you very yeah. much. Uh, this was so educational. A masterclass on burns. You're welcome to always look listen back. It's all going to be on the show page on the 702 website.